Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, May 12, 2022. Europe has decided that as of May 16, face masks will no longer be mandatory for flights between European countries and at European airports. But in Italy, nothing changes because for those arriving in Italy, the health minister's order is still in effect, according to which the obligation to wear a face mask remains until June 15, even if you depart from a country where the obligation no longer exists, just as it will remain for cinemas, theaters, indoor sports arenas and other transportation, both local and long distance. In our country, however, there should be no further extension. The mask wearing requirement in Italy, already passed for stores, restaurants, bars, outdoor events, should not be extended beyond June 15. If there are no new emergencies, then Italy is headed for a mask-free summer. Thanks to the success of the vaccination campaign, we can live with the virus coexisting with it, and Italy is doing so. Let's hope it will continue like this after the summer, when a booster will probably have to be done, a second booster, and the undecided will have to be convinced since the second booster doses, so far in Italy, scheduled for the elderly over 70 and the frail, are going very slowly. Certainly, it will be necessary to present in the fall with a vaccine adapted to the Omicron variant, just as is done every year in the fall with the flu. Two days ago, for the first time since the beginning of the war in Ukraine, a decrease in the arrival of Russian gas to Italy was announced due to a disruption that occurred in one of the two key entry points in Ukraine of Russian gas flows to Europe because of the war. At the moment, however, the Italian system is not slowing down and gas supplies are regular. Flows arriving from the east to Tarvisio and Friuli Venezia Giulia are down from yesterday, but they are being offset by greater inflows from the north thanks to interconnected networks and the other import sources, against an estimated national daily demand of about 147 million cubic meters, the forecast for inputs is about 244 million, with 97 million cubic meters destined for storage. Another action due to the war that, however, did not cause any particular problems for Italy was the hacking attack claimed on Telegram by a pro-Russian cyber group called Killnet, that knocked out seven Italian sites yesterday, both institutional and and, and of private companies. But the websites were quickly restored and no permanent damages have been done. And speaking of IT, SPID, the Italian public digital identity system created in 2016, has just surpassed the 30 million users. Practically, one Italian out of two has an official digital identity. Today, Speed is the public digital identity authentication system with the largest number of users in the world. And it is to be considered that at this moment, the issuance of Speed to young Italians in the age group of 5 to 14 years and its use for access to online services with parental supervision are allowed for an experimental period until June 30, 2023, exclusively to use online services provided by schools. Speed greatly accelerated the enrollment of new users during the pandemic, and the longer it goes on, the more all relationships that need a certain online identity will go through there. Speed has even inspired an anticipated European regulation where a digital identity is to be accompanied by a digital wallet, just as Italy planned back in 2016. Italy has one of the most important artistic cultural heritages in the world. There are 4,880 museums and similar institutions spread throughout the country. About one in three municipalities in Italy hosts at least one museum, archaeological area and or monument. 
Unfortunately, this sector more than others has been hard hit by the pandemic, which has forced the closure of places dedicated to culture for several periods, as well as changing the ways in which people access art, increasingly taking advantage of new technologies. A transition, however, that most museums and cultural attractions were not prepared to handle. This is why the European Recovery Plan provides for Italy a series of investments to enhance this heritage. It is 5.74 billion euros, a figure equal to 2.44% of the total resources, considering also the complementary fund and other European structural funds allocated to our country. Among the most significant interventions that will be financed with these resources will be the digitization of artistic heritage and the removal of architectural barriers to allow people with disabilities to access places of art and culture. A right that is often still not guaranteed today. Massive investments will then be made to enhance the beauty of the landscape, rural heritage and small villages, gardens and historic villas, as well as for the earthquake proofing of houses of worship. To date, only 30% of Italian museums have completed digital cataloging of their holdings. Moreover, to date, almost one in three facilities does not have spaces or facilities for visitors with disabilities, such as equipped bathrooms, ramps and elevations. What's more, 44.7% of Italian museums and similar institutions do not provide specific services to assist or support fruition dedicated to users with reduced motor or sensory capabilities, such as tactile paths and information materials for the visually impaired and blind. These critical issues have been incorporated into the recovery plan, <coughs> which provides specific interventions on these aspects, which will follow an environmental sustainability approach. Indeed, the aim will be to raise the energy efficiency of buildings, as well as renewing the management practices of tourist and cultural events to reduce environmental impact. Of this money, more than a billion will go to small villages scattered through Italy, including to revitalize them through route tourism. The 2022 edition of Blue Flags, the awards given by the Danish NGO Foundation for Environmental Education to coastal municipalities and tourist landings that stand out for water quality and services, has been published. The water is not enough to be awarded a blue flag. One must in fact have a comprehensive system of services, which the national jury evaluates according to 32 very detailed criteria that are updated year by year. The number of Italian blue flags has grown by 9 to 210 blue flags, spread over 427 beaches, which correspond, as last year, to about 10% of the beaches awarded on a global scale. Overall, Italian lakes get 17 flags. In terms of regional rankings, Liguria confirms 32 locations, while three regions follow with 18 locations, Campania, Tuscany and Puglia. There are 17 awards for Calabria and Marche, Sardinia reaches 15 locations, Abruzzo rises to 14 and Sicily to 11. Lazio drops to 10 localities, the same number as Trentino Alto Adige, all lakes of course. Emilia Romagna has 9 localities as does Veneto, Basilicata confirms its 5 localities, Piedmont rises to 3 flags, again all on lakes. Friuli Venezia Giulia confirms the two of the previous year, Molise remains with one flag, as does Lombardy, once again a lake. Please visit Italy, please visit Italy for everything, please come, Italy is waiting for you. It's all for now, it's all for today, my name is Umberto Mucci and this was with Italian News. I'll see you next Monday, please stay safe and take care. Ciao from Rome.